Hey guys, I'm Sasha. And I'm Joe. We're your hosts and you're listening to the Unveiling Her podcast. Join in on the conversations of two best friends where we cultivate a safe space for women as we have honest, open, and transparent conversations. Tune in every Monday as we get real about faith, culture, relationships, yes, the wins and the fails, as well as the daily struggles we go through as women. Through these conversations, we hope that you are encouraged to pursue Christ as he continues to unveil you into who he has called you to be. Hey guys, it's your girl, Sasha. Hey, it's Joe, and welcome to the Unveiling Her podcast. I know we need like some theme music. I know we really do. Where have we been? I'm about to say, you know what song's in my head? That Rihanna song. Where have you been? (laughs) Never heard of it. (laughs) Well, yeah. Where where have you been? Yes, that one. I was like, they're thinking about the Super Bowl. Yeah, I didn't. Okay, so (laughs) disclaimer: I was at a Super Bowl party and. It was a house full of saved people, and they think like Rihanna um, is demonic. So we didn't watch. They turned off the Super Bowl whenever she performed. So really? Y'all, that's so funny because <laughs> it was a complete opposite for me. So I was actually at church, and we watched the halftime show at church. <laughs> Wait. Oh, y'all had like a Super Bowl party at church? Yeah, it was like a Super Bowl party at church, like after the service. And like, yeah, we, we watched the Super Bowl party all together. Honestly, everyone was really just there for the halftime show. So, mm-hmm. yeah, wow. everybody has mixed views. Um, yeah, I don't know. She is kind of weird now, but I do like her Fenty. So, we didn't talk too much about her. Yeah. So, we're her skin beauty. Right. Shout out Fenty Beauty. Well, um, yeah, but where have we been? We have just been like busy. I feel like our schedules just haven't been. Yeah, on one accord, but we are on one accord now. And I got to see you last weekend. Yay. Sasha. 26 Club. You grown, grown now. Yeah. Yeah. It was my birthday. Um, yeah, it was good. It was great. 26 so far has been good. I mean, it's only been a week, but (laughs) still, it's been. Wait, did you know something about birthdays? Do you know, like, when you're celebrating a birthday, you're actually celebrating how many years you've actually lived? So you've, you've, I've already been 26. Well, no, 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 I haven't been 26. Obviously, I turned 26 a week ago, but I've been living for 26 years. Yeah, like starting January. (laughs) Yeah, did you know that? (laughs) I don't know because for the, I don't know why for the longest time I'm like, yeah, like I'm entering into my 26th year, but no, like you're celebrating 20, you've already, you're celebrating 26 years. You've already lived 26 years. Does that make any sense? Am I making sense? It does, but it, um, uh, yeah. I think I think when people say like, "Oh, you're twenty, like this is your birthday," because it'll actually mark twenty six years on that day since you've been alive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm. but yeah, yeah, who told you that? <laughs> I don't know. It was just it was some um back and forth I saw on the internet, and I said, "Wait a second, <laughs> I've been thinking about this wrong the whole time." Wait, so I'm twenty eight. Oh my gosh. Like in real life, I'm 28. What's on 28? What? What? I said I said I'm 28 in real life. Like, no, okay. Didn't get it. 
Because I'm 27, but my birthday hasn't came yet. But you said, like, since this is... Yeah, so when you turn, so on your birthday, you would have... Like, you know, we celebrate, oh, I'm 28 now, but you'd actually live 28 years already. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, thanks, Dr. Otaga, for... Listen, I don't know if that's right or not. That's what the internet people folks right. say. And it's it made me think internet. because I was like, oh, like... Because I've always thought, I've always been thinking about it backwards. Okay, I digress. I digress. <laughs> All right. You can't believe everything on the internet. I think it's right, though. Because <laughs> I, I did some more research. <laughs> yes. Well, happy birthday to Sasha. Wait, I feel like we haven't been on since, like, since April started. Have we? I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't think we have. But- yeah, happy because we, we missed Easter. Did we talk about Easter? Oh, Easter. Happy Easter, y'all. How was y'all Resurrection Sunday? How was yours, friend? It was good. It was, okay, what did I do? I went to church like I always do. And um, I think that was it. I might have gone to brunch. I can't even remember anymore. But um, yeah, it was it was a good service. How was how was yours? It was great. It was great. Um. Yeah, it was it was awesome. Um, I was just thinking like, you know how like growing up, like I miss the Easter egg hunts. And I know it's not about the bunny and the Easter eggs, but I just miss, you know, just running around finding money and candy and like my family cooking and stuff. Like some of those traditions we don't have anymore. So like what I did after service, I went to um payway to eat. And I'm like, man, I want like an Easter dinner, you know, so mm-hmm. times have changed. But, you know, at the end of the day, it's all about Jesus and us just being able to just stop for a moment um, and just recognize just what our Savior has done for us. And one thing I think is like really cool about Easter, like I know like some people think like, oh, these are pagan holidays. But and as Christian and believers, like we celebrate the death and resurrection of Jesus all the time. But like like these holidays, like, oh, Easter, it's like people who don't even probably go to church they still in a sense like come to the church you know on that day so I just still think like that's what's amazing about it Mm -hmm. yeah that's true honestly I don't remember when you were talking about easter egg hunts I was like I don't even remember doing any of that growing up um so yeah that was never my tradition I just remember honestly growing up easter it was all about oh my Easter dress like what am I gonna wear to church yeah and then we would go to church and then and then it was just food afterwards like my mom would cook and everyone would eat and that was all we did I don't remember like I'm like I don't remember the Easter bunny or any of that because I maybe I think my parents just never believed in that so maybe I just we never partook in any of that and I don't remember our church doing that for the kids because I was Mm -hmm. like I have no memory of any of that yeah Definitely not the Easter bunny, but definitely the eggs. Yeah, but it is all about Jesus. So I hope you guys had a wonderful Resurrection Sunday. Yes. Well, I'm glad we're back. And we are off to a new topic that I can't believe we haven't even talked about. But I know that this is something, especially in the Christian community and um, just churches that have been talked about before and it's so kind of taboo because people have different views on it once again um but today we are talking about modesty we should say at the same time ready one two three mod modesty okay our timing was off (laughs) (laughs) but yes we're talking about modesty so you want to start us off sash sure 
Yeah, I am kind of surprised we haven't had this we haven't had this conversation any sooner. But mm-hmm. um, I guess you know this is when the Holy Spirit wanted us to do it, so we're doing it right on time. But you know what's interesting? I feel like of um lately here, I've seen more videos of just more women talking about like modesty, mm. um, especially like for Christian women of recently. So I guess like we are really just right on time. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah. So uh, the funny thing is when I um, thought about this topic, I was so prepared to just talk about it from the lens of like clothing. Like that was when I, when I heard modesty, I think that was the first thing I thought I was like, okay, yeah, we're going to talk about modesty and dressing modestly as a Christian woman. But I don't know, yesterday when I was just kind of like trying to do like my study on this topic, I realized like, wow, I was just looking at it from just one angle because modesty is so much more than just like the dressing and the clothing part of it Mm -hmm. yes that's a big part of it but modesty is to me it's a lifestyle it's not just about how we dress but it's also we should aim to be modest in our speech in our behavior um in our character in our heart posture and of course in the way we dress as well so yeah I'm happy that we're diving into this and we're having the conversation about it today so I'll have to ask you, Joe, when you think modesty, like what comes to mind? Yeah, for sure. I thought about um just how you dress as well. Um, I know like growing up um, as a believer, it was kind of looked upon if you, especially like while at church, like dressing like you were at the club last night. So people look down upon you, unfortunately. And so <laughs> my ideal of modesty was like you had to be not I don't want to say like because I grew up like in a non-denominational church like my pastor was like Pentecostal so it was like it wasn't like anything like how like the Kojic shout out to the people who are Kojic but like you know how they can't wear jeans and all that at their church like all those man-made rules so to me modesty was like not the long skirts but like still cover yourself up too you know so I thought about like oh, I can't wear booty, booty shorts anymore, especially booty, booty shorts. I I had to say the booty twice. (laughs) I was about to say booty, 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 booty rocking everywhere. Sorry. (laughs) But you know, cause like as a kid, you wear shorts, you know, but like, as you get older, your body starts coming, like forming a little more as an adult, like you can't wear those booty shorts. And, um, so to me, modesty was all, like you said, like at first it was all about like covering yourself up, covering any um, parts of your body that could be quote unquote, a stumbling block to someone else. And um, I agree, like what you just said, like now I'm understanding too, and I just Googled it. Modesty is, it is more about behavior and how you act. So now I think of it as like someone who is graceful and peaceful. Um, and I know in first Peter talks about that too. Like, don't, don't clothe yourself with all of those, like, jewelry and you know elaborate hairstyles and all that but clothe yourself with a gentle and quiet spirit Mm. and once I like really started developing my relationship with God that's what I used to pray for like a gentle and quiet spirit and I think that speaks volumes when you walk into a room more than just like oh this is what you're wearing but no she has a gentle and quiet spirit and she's like still dressed as you know a fine Christian woman because you know we want to be fine still can we talk about that? Yes. Mm-hmm. Hey, we can be. Okay. Like just because yes. you, 
just because like we have to dress modestly, that doesn't mean that we can't look good. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that's why I really love, I feel like there's so many different Christian influencers out there that, you know, have taken that stance and, you know, they're dressing modestly, but also showing you a way to do it that you can still be authentic to yourself. Like if you're someone that likes fashion or you like colors or, you know, you can still dress modestly and you know, show your personality and look good at the same time. Okay. But yeah, Joe, I love everything you said. I um, love the the scripture that you quoted first Peter three, four, because I think mm-hmm. when I think modesty, I think it's really about the posture of your heart really. And just your character. And that's why I say it's a, it's a lifestyle. It's not just about how we dress, even though that's part of it, but it's really just about the posture of our heart. And like, you know, just like you said, being having a gentle and quiet spirit and now when I think about who a modest woman is I I think about the Proverbs 31 woman too like I know like let me like oh here they go again with the Proverbs 31 woman but I don't know I just think about someone who is very well-rounded because I feel like sometimes we just we emphasize the dressing part so much and it's like people forget about the fact that, but you're not modest in your speech. Yeah. You might be covered head to toe, but the way you talk to people or the type of speech that comes out of your mouth is unwholesome. It's unfruitful. Or you talk down on people or you're judgmental, like in your, in your heart, you're judgmental or you judge others. And there's some people that I feel like take the modest thing to the extreme in the sense of, it now becomes their sense of like a pride, you know, like, Oh, I dress like this. So I'm better than you. And, you know, and it it causes them to be judgmental towards women who don't dress like that or who dress in a way that is different from them. So now, like for me, I think when I think about a modest woman and I also desire to be that woman, I'm I'm also praying for the posture of my heart. Like, I don't want to be someone who is who is prideful. I saw another um, definition of modesty that I really liked. And it talked about the quality of not being too proud or confident about yourself or your abilities. And I was like, wow, like that's, that's a, that's a um, definition of modesty that I had never even considered like pride. How do you know, I was like, okay, how do I, how is pride tying into modesty? But it's true. Like I never want to be someone who is, is so proud and um, or prideful or arrogant Mm -hmm. in who I am. And I feel like sometimes like as Christian women, like when you feel like well, you know, I'm doing everything right. I'm dressing right. I talk right. I, you know, God talks to me. I can pray. I can do this. You can become very like prideful in your abilities. And that's not showing modesty at all. Like, yes, you dress modest, modestly, but the posture of your heart, the care, your character isn't, is far from it. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I hope that as we talk about this topic, we just, we're just encouraging you guys to look at it from like a, a full view and not just like zoning in into one aspect, which is clothing. Because I feel like when we talk modesty, that's, I feel like that's the only thing I ever hear. I always hear people just talk about it from the lens of like clothing, but it's so much bigger than that. So, yeah, I was um, just online and looking at just some more scriptures that like kind of cover up that topic. And like when you were talking about just don't let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouth. And in Ephesians 4.29, Paul says that he said, don't let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouth, but only when it's helpful, helpful for building others up according to their needs, that it may benefit those who listen. And that kind of, anything that talks about your tongue hits me because I'm like, I'm one person who 
you know, I've prayed many prayers about God deliver me from my tongue because I can be in the car worshiping you. Then somebody can cut me off and I call them an idiot. So it's like, for me, I have to make sure that yes, I dress nice or yes, I carry myself with grace. But the moment somebody do something to me, like, what do I say? You know, do I tame my tongue? Do I have any, um, ungodly words towards a brother or sister, you know, in Christ? So I like how we're talking about not just, you know, covering yourselves up in a way, um, but also like your it's your it's all about your character. It's about your heart posture, as you were saying. So a thought that came to my mind is what is okay and what is not okay. Like I know, like we have our own opinions, but for me, I feel like I'm a little bit as I'm getting older, I'm being more comfortable and confident with my body. And now I'm a little bit more like, oh, if I'm going out on a date night or if I'm going out with a friend or whatever, I wouldn't mind wearing a fitted dress. Like I don't like, I like fitted things. Like I like my jeans to fit. Sometimes I like them loose or whatever, but I've always been like a girl that just likes my clothes to fit. So what is the appropriate type of clothing to wear and what's not appropriate? Mm. That's a great question because (laughs) I kind of feel like that I feel like it's almost kind of personal in a way too, because I think that that's, that's really like, sometimes like it can be a conviction from the Holy spirit because mm-hmm. what I view as modest might not be what you view as modest. You know what I mean? Like to someone like wearing a fitted dress, that's immodest. Like, Oh, you're showing your curves. You're showing your body. And let's talk about yeah. it. Like we're grown women now. So yeah. yes, we got a little bit of curves. You know what I mean? Like, Mm-hmm. so it's kind of hard because I feel like what a curvy woman can wear yeah. is can be seen as immodest but someone who may not be as curvy can wear that same outfit and you know not and not have that issue right and it can be seen like oh like she's covered up like I'm still wearing a dress that's covered up I'm not showing anything I'm not showing cleavage mm-hmm. I'm not showing anything but because I have a certain body type it looks a certain way on me it might look a little bit provocative but I don't know. I just feel like, you know, you have your personal convictions from the Lord because I know for some women, modesty is also cutting out makeup and hair and like extensions and things like that. And for me, like, I love makeup. I love doing my hair. (laughs) Right. Like, I'm not cutting that out until, until God tells me otherwise. I, like I said, I haven't had that conviction, but that can also be seen as that's seen as immodest, like to wear a full face of makeup or, wear like extension so now I'm I'm like I said it's all about the heart posture so it's I think it's all about your intentions like when you wear that particular dress like what's your intention are you wearing it to seek are you seeking attention from men is that why you have that dress on or when you do your hair when you do your makeup like are you purposely doing this to seek attention from men or approval or validation from other people so what's the motive like what's the heart posture behind it like it always comes back to the heart really because I think that it has more to do with that like if I'm doing these things because I'm seeking attention then that might be a a place like okay Lord help me work on this because I'm wearing these dresses I'm wearing I'm doing all of these things because I'm trying to seek attention so help me to seek my worth and my value from you like work on work on me with this and that's why I feel like those personal convictions come in so I don't know I feel like there's certain things where I'm just like okay like that's just out of pocket (laughs) there's certain things where I'm just like no like that's just kind of too much but Mm -hmm. then there are other things where I kind of feel like there is I don't want to say wiggle room but 
it's I don't know like it can be it's personal you know what I mean and also like it depends on the and the setting because yeah that's true. let's talk about bathing suits like mm. wearing a two-piece as a Christian woman like I feel like people fall on either spectrum I fall on the spectrum of like if I'm at the beach and I'm wearing an appropriate bathing suit obviously a bathing suit is still gonna is still gonna show quite a bit of skin like whether it's a one piece or a two piece no matter which way I go about it it's still gonna like my legs are out my arms are out and while yeah I'm going to try and choose a bathing suit that is still modest in the in the sense of like okay I don't need to be showing I don't need to be wearing a thong like I don't agree with that like some thong bathing suits where your butt <laughs> is just all out or just having excessive cleavage yeah but still like I'm going to wear a bathing suit to the beach. Like that's just practical. That's just where I'm at. Like, or if you're an athlete, you know, athletes, obviously they wear less clothes because that helps them to perform the way they need to. So, but that's appropriate for that setting. You know what I mean? And, I, and it's not that you're, and I'm not doing this for attention. I'm doing this because like I'm wearing a bathing suit because I plan to get in the water and swim. You know what I mean? So I don't know. I think it really depends on like the motive and the heart posture behind it. I like that. I think that's so true. Like, are you trying to thirst trap your brother, you know, in Christ? Or are you really like, oh, like, I'm just confident in my body, like, you know? Because at the end of the day, like, I know how some people be like, um, well, like, oh, are you just dressing like that? And the man, you know, but at the end of the day, like, the man, or no, I hear the men saying like, oh, she dressing like that, that means she want me to look. Like, and I've heard guys, like, disagree with when guys, say that like no just because a woman is dressing like that like doesn't mean you have to look so at the end of the day like you said it, it does depend on like girl I'm about to wear these, these booty shorts so this guy can you know interest be take interest in me and I feel like that was kind of like a more high school mindset for me you know but as I'm getting older like I said like it's all about me just feeling good and and there are times like with the bathing suit, like, honestly, like I haven't, I, I'm still a little insecure about wearing a bathing suit. Like I haven't worn a bathing suit in like years because I'm just still like, oh, I have stretch marks on my booty and I don't want people to see it. Or, you know, like, oh, the, the bathing suit is a little bit too, like it'll show too much of my cheeks, you know, like, mm -hmm. and so I don't know. I still feel a little bit like, ugh, like I need to feel more secure in myself um, with that. And I don't know. Yeah. But like you said, it, it depends on everybody's personal conviction because I've seen people come into church who I'm like, okay, like, you know, that dress kind of short sis, but okay. You know, I'm not going to judge you because like you said, as long as you came, you came to hear the <laughs> Lord, the word of the Lord. So yeah, I, I, I agree with, with both things that you said and it depends on where or like what event and then your heart posture. Yeah. I can't, I can't say that word. Yeah. Posture posture <laughs> yeah exactly it's like there's certain things that would not be appropriate at least in my head that wouldn't be appropriate for me to wear to church or like even work like I'm not gonna be I'm not gonna show up to work in a bathing suit like you know what I mean like automatically that's like well you have to wear scrubs so that doesn't okay yeah but I'm just saying like but anyone who would show up to work in a bathing suit I don't feel like that's proper work attire <laughs> period I, feel I mean like unless you work in unless you're like a uh what a life a lifeguard or you work somewhere like swimming obviously if that's your uniform that's different but for professional attire I just feel like that wouldn't be appropriate so I also look at it as that like this is not modest also because of just your the setting of where you're at too yeah I was gonna say because you talked about work like 
that's how I feel with like being an educator too. Like some things I just don't feel 100% comfortable wearing that I would wear like on a Saturday. Like I have this dress that I bought from Target. Like everybody loves Target. And it just has like a little slit in the front. But I'm like, I've been like second guessing on wearing. Every time I put it on in the morning, I'm like, no, I'm just taking it off. Cause you know, I don't know. And I, I also want people, I don't want people to be like, oh, why is she wearing that? Cause mm-hmm. I see a lot. Like um, I saw this picture of this like, new teacher she posted and she was like oh I'm so happy shout out to miss whoever and um her outfit was just like very tight it was like a tight fitted dress and had like it was like one of those like one shoulder dresses or whatever like that you'll wear to like a banquet or something and like this person reposted and was like these new teachers need to know how to dress and all that and I'm just like and I think there was another teacher who her her clothes were just a little bit tight fitted and like people were like going off on her because of that so once again, it's it's all about your personal conviction, but also wanting to be wise, like, okay, like, sh- would this cause, like, discord or was it, will this cause, like, you know, just mm-hmm. conversations that don't even need to have. Yeah. But I think for me personally, like, I, I kind of always think like, because oh, I have some jeans that I wear that are, that are tight, you know? So I'm like, well, hopefully don't, don't nobody be saying anything about me but if they do oh well you know I just I still carry myself in such a way and I think it's all about that like you carry yourself with grace you know yeah Mm -hmm. and um I was gonna say something else like I don't know like I just feel like modesty like there's just it's such a spectrum because like I even think about some people think it's immodest to show your hair in church or wear ripped jeans to church and so like I said, I, I just feel like things like that, they're just personal convictions and you just really have to, what's, what's your motive? Like if you're doing things to seek attention, then yeah, then I feel like you, that needs to be checked. Even if you're wearing ripped jeans, like to me, I've never, I don't see anything wrong with ripped jeans, but if the intention is I'm wearing these ripped jeans, you know, to seek attention from guys then yeah, like you probably need to put them jeans down. Um, so that's how I feel. But I was going to ask you, like, you kind of meant you talked about it a little bit, but have you ever personally felt convicted about like your dressing in the past or just anything we talked about, like your speech? You did talk about like your mouth in the car, but um, or your behavior as as it pertains to like modesty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. You know, I'm saying I'm from the hood, so you know sometimes it comes Nugget. out. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, definitely behavior. Yes, there's sometimes, like I said, like I've acted out of character, whether it's like because I was upset and like said things that were hurtful, did things that were hurtful to other people. Which so that's some things that I'm not very proud of. However, I forgave myself for that. Um, but even like with dressing, like I used to be a cheerleader. We wore like spanky and like short skirts all the time you know and at that time I was in high school too I was like (laughs) pass by the football boys y'all let them see you know but um like once I started hitting college I think I like I don't know I think I think I stopped I don't know I I don't feel I don't know if I have a style I just kind of rock with whatever's trendy so I think like um I stopped wearing like short skirts like once I started started college and stuff but now I'm starting to wear short skirts again so to me it's kind of like what I felt like kind of 
condemned for not condemned but I felt like I condemned myself like well I can't wear short skirts anymore they have to be like you know fingertip you know how they used to tell us in in school but now I'm like I can wear a short skirt but not like too too short where I'm always having to pull it down like that that's when I'm like okay I need to stop wearing this this skirt if I had to keep pulling it down but I'm like a little bit more comfortable with with wearing that now but yeah I think you know, like short skirts, those are the, oh, my belly button. Like at first I was like, no, I can't have my belly button showing and all that. But now I find myself wearing more, like I'll wear like a um, a crop top with high-waisted pants. And if I raise my hands, like my, my, um, my belly will show. Now I won't wear that to church, but if I'm out like to a park or with my family or friends, like some of those things I don't feel con- as convicted about. And I honestly feel like either I convicted my own self in the past about it or like other people, you know, mm-hmm. but some things that I feel like my mindset have shifted with. Mm, yeah. That's good. Does that make um, sense? Did I- yeah, <laughs> you did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would say for me, um, probably dressing. Yeah. Like, especially like in like my senior year of high school, like towards the, my graduation when I was outside, outside, um and you know going to like the little kickbacks or parties I feel like I definitely dressed a certain type of way um and now looking back I I feel like I did it for attention like you know and and I guess like that was the way to dress the parties like the little shorts and like crop tops and -hmm. things like that and so you know I guess I just got caught up into it but really I also joined in because I noticed like those girls were getting attention and I also wanted attention from boys Mm -hmm. um as I moved on to college, I feel like I definitely, my style definitely changed a lot. And I feel like I became more cover up with my body. And I think it's just as I was also developing as well. But um, funny enough, recently, I feel like I posted a picture on Instagram. And at the time, I just remember thinking like, ah, oh, should I, you know, when you're like, should I post it? Should I not? Because, you know, it was a little, it was a little cleavage. And um, I just remember I posted it and you know, didn't think about it, but for whatever reason, the picture just kept constantly coming back to mind. And I felt like the Holy Spirit was telling me to take it down. <laughs> mm-hmm. to t- Yeah, to take it down. And at, at first I was like, no, it's not that bad. And you ever like, and Which I started, picture was it from? <laughs> you don't need to know. It's no longer on. It's no longer there. <laughs> I'm going to your page now. I'm just gonna <laughs> well, you won't see it because it's deleted. <laughs> but I, I, I don't know. I just felt like the picture, even though in my head, and someone else probably wouldn't even think it was that bad, but I just felt convicted about it. And I felt like I kept hearing like, this is not how I want you to represent yourself. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, that was, I feel like, and that was pretty recent, you know? And so I, I say all that to say, like, I'm very much, we are still very much on like this journey of modesty. And that's why I say it's a lifestyle. It's not just a one and done thing. It's something that we're we're constantly growing into and constantly evolving. And like as we continue to to develop and as or as we just continue to cultivate our relationship with the Lord, I think different convictions will come up. Maybe at one season, like I didn't feel any type of way about X, Y, and Z, but for another season, maybe maybe you do, or maybe God is actually trying to reveal something maybe that you never saw. Like you thought, oh, I always did this because I thought it just looked good. But maybe the Holy Spirit will begin to reveal to you like, no, like it actually stems from this. And I want to work on your heart Mm -hmm. in this, in this area. And so, you know, 
I just feel like as we talk about modesty, I just hope that you guys just begin to look at it from a, a place of just like God is just concerned about your heart, like yeah. about the posture of your heart. It reminds me of that. Um, I can't remember what scripture it is, but when Samuel was talking, was trying to anoint, was trying to find the next king Saul. after, yeah, after Saul. And um, yeah. You know, he he was so caught up in the appearance of Jesse's right. older sons and how they looked. And God had to remind him, like, no, like man looks at the outward appearance, but I, the Lord, like I look at the heart. And so mm-hmm. it's really about your heart. It means nothing for you to be dressed head to toe, but your character, who you are as a person on the inside, the way you talk to others is is unwholesome or mm-hmm. is ungodly. And so I pray that like this episode just encourages you to to fact check your heart and really ask the Holy Spirit to begin to reveal those things that you need to work on with your heart as as we talk about modesty and as you try to live a lifestyle of modesty. Yes. Amen. I love it. And it's important also to not compare yourself to anyone else too. Because whatever, like you said, like whatever you may see as, oh, this is my personal conviction of modesty. Um, may not be the same. Cause like literally when I looked to your page and I looked at your pictures and I think I found out which picture, but no, then I know. looked at, no, you did it. <laughs> and then I went to my page and I was like, like scrolling through to make sure like I'm not too, you know, showing too much, but it's important like to make sure we're not comparing, you know, like, oh, Sasha, this is, oh, Sasha wore her, her dress and her thigh is out. Like, oh, I can do the same. Or maybe I shouldn't do that. You know, it's just mm-hmm. like, can't compare because whatever I'm convicted with may not be the same and then we end up like condemning our own selves and and I like how you're saying like at the end of the day let the Holy Spirit like convict us let the Holy Spirit like show us our our heart's posture rather than like us trying to compare based on what someone's not doing or what someone is doing so yeah I really love this topic I can't believe like we're just not talking about it but I feel like it's necessary Mm-hmm. Yes, this is good. Especially for like the younger generation. Like my little sister, she's 16. Like I want her. I be when she be having her belly out, I'll be pulling her shirt down. But I gotta like, I just have to let her, like, you know, yeah. Let God work on her and mm-hmm. the timing that you know he he has for her. So yes. Yeah. And even when we like perhaps even when you have a friend and you wanna talk to them about the way that they they dress or, mo- or talking to them about modest dressing like I also feel like just make sure that you're doing so in love and you're not doing it from like a judgmental standpoint right. because I think that's why people because honestly this topic I know we're talking about it and it's so like laissez-faire but this is actually a topic that can like step on people's toes people feel mm-hmm. a certain type of way and I think sometimes like you know it can have it has such a negative connotation to it because it, it can be so judgmental like people can be like oh you need to dress like this like or oh you like or, oh, like, this is, I don't know, like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I know I've heard things like that, like, growing up in the church. And so, you know, even if you have a friend that you want to have that conversation with, just do so in love and just ask God for wisdom with how to go about it. So you're doing it from a place where they know that they're loved and not being condemned. Right. Yeah. So more of the story is, sis, you can still be fine and still govern yourselves accordingly (laughs) and modesty is not just about you how you look on the outside but how your character is so yes amen amen well this was great thank you guys so much for tuning in we have more fun topics to come so please stay tuned in and please join the chat if you have any questions feel free to um email us or actually 
feel free to DM us on Instagram at the Unveiling Check our emails. I know we don't check our emails. No, but if you do, if you do, we do have an email and it's the Unveiling Hair Podcast at gmail.com. So yeah, we would love to hear from you guys. But until the next episode, chat with you guys soon. Love you. Bye.